In Passing is a podcast by the Center for Faith Engagement at Andrews University. It's a place for conversations about life and faith, all in the time it takes to get a burrito from the gazebo. It's a podcast that highlights real conversations with real people all across Andrews University. This is In Passing. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It is your host, Angel Pereira. You are listening to In Passing, a podcast by Andrews University. And today we have the sensational, the controversial, the ever-growing Jordan Anderson. I swear, I meant to press the second one. (laughs) Hey, guys. Guys, make some noise for Jordan. Yeah, this one was filmed in front of a live studio podcast. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> Jordan, how you doing? Good, I'm good. How are you, Angel? I'm good. We just I've been stuck with you for the past, what, three hours? Yeah. We literally just came from a new life meeting where, to quote Jordan, teeth were being pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. It's just hard to focus when we have so many creative individuals. Yes. And that's what I'll say on that. Jordan Anderson, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? When was the last time you really cried? You know, like just just tell us about yourself. Um, well, hey, I'm Jordan. <laughs> um, I'm from Kansas, but I was born in Detroit, Michigan. Um, moved around a couple of times in my life, but that landed me in Kansas and then ultimately here at Andrews. Um, fun fact, I changed my major twice. Um, from bio premed to physical therapy and now I'm elementary education so let's go that could be three but um yes I am currently worship pastor at new life and dmc director and doing just maybe a little too much in some people's opinion but god got me so here we are exactly what don't you do how old are you 19 wow she's a baby yeah and you're a freshman sophomore, sophomore? no disrespect okay Perfect. Okay, so now we know a little bit about Jordan. I have some intro questions for you that we'll get to know who you really are. Oh, gosh. Okay. You know? okay. Mm, where to start? Okay, here. Do the little things get in the way of the big things for you? What does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know, you know? We're very eclectic on this show. Do the little things get in the way of the big things? I don't know, Angel. Do they? Sheesh, I am not. Interviewee became the interviewer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Isai. I feel like, do you just, like, do you trip over the little things? Like, do you, do you, like... If I'm not emotionally healthy, yes. Ooh, yes. Yes. We love an emotionally healthy queen. A lot of um, little things can trigger, like, just breaks. So if I'm not emotionally healthy, absolutely. Any small inconvenience... I'm out of there. Break a nail. Please don't talk to me for two days. It's oh, bad. Mercy. Yeah. I'm actually going to go back to that emotionally healthy question in a little bit. Okay. But um, yeah, I think the little things like used to really get me tripped up. Like if someone didn't like me or if someone had an opinion about me that I was like, but why? But, you know, I'm trying to be this, this and that. And I don't know. Recently, I've just trying to been like, yo, I am who I am. You know, you don't got to love me. We move forward. Yeah. All right. Here. This is a good one. What is one responsibility you wish you didn't have? Can't say that. <laughs> what about as an RA? Please, please. <laughs> Dean Fitting will be listening. Please. <laughs> um, as an RA, I think just in general, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. So like 
my social battery can run out fairly quickly. Mm. So staying out more than I need to, but because I have to, like mm. for my job or for ministry, it's like, okay, let's keep going. That would be a responsibility. Like just having to continue to keep going when my social battery is gone. Yeah. Right. Mercy. I feel that. I feel like you say he feels that too. Yeah. Do you have any crazy RA stories that you can tell us real quick? How many people listen to this? Um, it's a like like two, like you know. Yeah, no, not really. All right, I, not really. fine, fair I enough. I have a question about the social battery, though. Okay, if you already know that, let's say you have a long shift or you have a lot of responsibilities, how do you like divvy up or budget out? Uh, there's a better word for that, but like, how do you use up delegate. the batter delegate the battery that you already have um, so it can last you till as you need to. Mm. So I find that when my battery is getting low and I'm ready to escape, journaling really helps. Writing down anything that comes to my mind, writing it out. So when I know I'm going to be in an event for a long time or I'm going to need a time to break, I'll bring a journal with me. And whenever I can find a window where it's like we have like two seconds of downtime, I'll just start journaling or writing it out on my phone. And usually... I bring a lot of music, create mm-hmm. playlist. Music gets me through. Mm-hmm. Nice. Huh. Thank you for that. It's very good. All right, last one. What would you miss the most about home if you ever moved? I mean, I couldn't imagine actually missing anything from Kansas City, but... Okay, so, <laughs> roll locks, because you went to school in Union College, Lincoln, Nebraska, where they slink it in and can push the bench. Yo, <laughs> not you bringing out the, the so, school song. So, anyway, That one's a banger, bro. <laughs> I want to go back to Union again, the college in the woods. No, that'll be on the bonus episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, what I miss from home, definitely family, mm. like the accessibility of family, not necessarily like seeing them all the time, but just knowing that whenever I need them, I can literally go home and they're right there. You're big on family, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you have some family here though, correct? I do. That Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. So during your time here at Andrews University, um, you know, you're a sophomore and you've had three career changes, quote unquote. Yeah. You have a lot of things to balance, yeah. right? A lot of hats that you wear. One, how do you do it? And second, what is the biggest thing that that has grown in you? How do I do it? I don't. God does. Amen. Genuinely. Yes. All right, simmer down. <laughs> not even to be one of those, but like genuinely, God does. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like every role that I've taken on, God has called me to. Was it the right timing and me taking it? That's still a question I'm asking myself. Mm. But I know that God has called me to each of these positions. Um, it's taught me, though, the importance of taking care of myself and listening to not only my body, but my um, my inner voice, mm-hmm. the negative one and the positive one, mm-hmm. tuning out the negative one and turning up God's voice in my mind. Um, when people don't necessarily like what I'm doing as a leader, turning that down and saying, okay, but what did God call you to do? Yes. Um, did God give you this vision? Okay, then we're going to run with it. Um, turning out, turning, tuning out the voices of like, okay, you're doing too much. I'm well aware, but like at the same time, I don't feel, I don't feel like it did it all in vain. Like I feel like every place I went, I had a purpose and I did what God asked me to do in that space. Yeah. Okay. It's taught me to focus on God's voice and not mine. 
and you mentioned emotionally healthy spirituality, right? Shout out to Peter Scazzaro. It's an amazing book that Jordan and I actually are reading or have read. How much of your growth surrounds around the fact that you have to be emotionally healthy and how have you been emotionally healthy? What are some things that you have learned in growing this healthy spirituality, this healthy leadership, this healthy relationship with God? So full transparency, growing up, my family, we were very big on ministry, music ministry. Um, And so it was kind of ingrained in us that we had to do ministry, Mm. whether it was ushering. I was an usher, praise dancer, like you name it. I probably did it because we had to be involved in one type of ministry throughout all of our childhood. And so that was ingrained in me. That ministry was a big part of me. And so I carried it through high school and I became, you know, chaplain at my school and youth ministry leader at my church, both at the same time, because I was like, this is amazing. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I came here, didn't really take a break from ministry and jumped right into being assistant worship pastor at Berean. And then coming here for New Life Mm -hmm. and DMC, there was never a break or a moment for me to be like, who is Jordan? Right. There was never a moment for that. And so now in this moment of transition, of taking a step back and taking a moment to breathe, it's made me realize I took the test that's in the book. Oh. That he tells you what type of spirituality you have. Yeah. He's like, you have adolescent faith. And I'm like, you're right. Because Ooh. I haven't been able to grow up in my faith journey because... And you are young. I am young. <laughs> you exactly, exactly. And so it's like, I've never been given that space to like explore the more of the faith without having to prove that I have faith by doing by doing and doing and doing that aspect of it. I know like doing things for God instead instead of of with with, God. Right. Do we read that book together too? With by Sky Jathani? No, but I Uh, need to read that. Yes, it will with Sky Jathani. Shameless plug. Yes. So I was heavy on the doing for God instead of with God. And now that I'm in this space of reading this book and exploring myself as a person, it's taking me to this space of I'm not emotionally healthy right now. I'm not spiritually healthy in order to keep going and doing what God has called me to do. And so that's why I have to, in order to protect not only my ministry, but the people he entrusted me with, Mm -hmm. I have to take a break Mm -hmm. because it's not just me that it's affecting. It can affect those around me and those I'm leading. So taking breaks has helped you? Absolutely. What else? What else? I heard journaling. Taking breaks, journaling, writing. I write Mm -hmm. music. Um, Oh, Yes. Okay. I have an album out. It's called All In on all streaming platforms. And oh, then- oh, wait, we gonna have we gonna have a a, <laughs> a, a plug a, a plug section in the podcast. But okay, All In, about um, to hear that. Anyways, so yeah, writing music, journaling, The Chosen. Oh. Listen, let me tell y'all something about that show. Yeah. Let me tell y'all something. About Absolutely. The Thank y'all. They're, they're going crazy, man. I love it, right? We love The Chosen. Okay, yeah. So The Chosen, let me tell y'all, gotten me through um, because it's it's presenting Christ in a totally different way than I've ever experienced. So relatable. Him. So I'm like, yeah, this is this is it. This mm-hmm. is ministry. Mm-hmm. So it's also reframing my, my mind in ministry. Yeah. Fun fact, little side story. When Chosen was still blowing up, like I sent them an Instagram message. I was like, man, I'd really love to be a part of this. And they responded and they're like, you know what? Tell your agent to contact us. I was like, my what? My agent. So your boy could have been quick. Boy could have been on the chosen. 
Yeah, I was just like, oh, I don't have an agent. I'm just ignoring that. Kind of looked like agent? Simon the Zealot. But anyways. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> 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 I'll take it. I'll take it. So thank you for sharing those resources. Thank you for sharing, you know, who Jordan is and who she is learning to be in this process. What would you say, and I ask this question to all of our hypothetical Andrews University, right? Let's say all of Andrews University is listening right now. What is the biggest piece of advice, the biggest thing that you could say, this is what you need in your area of growth. This is what has helped me in my transitions from tuning out other people to listening to the voice of God. This is it. Here's the key. Therapy. Man, I'm going to hit that button again. Therapy. Therapy. Um, A lot of the inner voices that we have are from childhood trauma. And we don't talk about that, especially I was Ooh, I was just talking to my friend about this today, that one of the epidemics in the church, especially is mental health and special education. And we don't talk about it. It's such a taboo subject. It's such a taboo subject that it's not even talked about. Like mm-hmm. it's not even considered a taboo subject because we're just like, oh, that doesn't exist. Like our kids are brilliant. Our kids are smart. We have the resources. We have the tools, all this stuff. And it's like, no, we can have both. Mm-hmm. We can have Jesus and therapy. Mm-hmm. We can have smart children who need um, exceptionalities and different things like that. Like we can have both. So definitely go to therapy. I think everybody should have a moment with a therapist. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in undergrad, my minor was psychology. And now in the seminary, my emphasis is chaplaincy because I believe in holistic ministry. I believe in the power of prayer, but not in just pray all your problems away. Yeah. Like a lot of people need Jesus and a lot of people also need therapy. Yeah. And you know, two things can coexist. So this is the last question I'll ask before I give you your, your shout out time. What is the mark that you want to leave behind at Andrews? You know, you've told me about how you've grown here, but what do you want to leave behind? Like when people say, yo, Jordan Anderson, you remember that girl? What comes after that? Okay, I have two responses to this. I have a very shallow response, which is like, I want to be known as like the DMC director who outran Adrian Langdon, who Go was off. there for seven years. Yeah, who is Adrian Langdon? Right? No, we love you. <laughs> Just kidding. But <laughs> a more deep-rooted um, answer would probably be someone who showed Christ in a way that was not the normal way. Mm. Someone who just was a Jesus lover, Jesus freak. And it wasn't like weird. It was like, oh, because she loves Jesus, I want to love him too. Yeah. Amen. That's that's probably the best response I've heard all, all season, to be honest with you. I love that response. Shout out to God. Shout out, big God. <laughs> All right, 15 seconds on the clock. What do you want to shout out? Who do you want to shout out? Go, go crazy. All right, boom. I want to shout out my Res Live team. Y'all great, period. Um, shout out to JC, Mike, Mom, if, if you're listening, we love you, period. Shout out to my dad, brothers, y'all can listen to, great. Shout out to Dean Carmona. We oh, love yeah, you. she's you're the, the truth. Oh, my goodness. And shout out to Dean Hunter. You're the bestest. Love you with my whole heart. All right, y'all. <laughs> Jordan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for telling people who you are and where we are and where we're going you know we love that uh isai thank you for being a little more vocal in this podcast as well i want to shout out isai you we finally got him to speak into the mic so thanks for having me of course (laughs) all right guys well this has been angel that's jordan that's isai we love you guys and we hope that you don't pass us up our next podcast will be next monday peace